From Homedale to Salmon River, District 3 has several teams that don't always get their due. Stepping outside the shadows of the SIC, this is the Treasure Valley PrepCast with Logan Green. Hey, what's going on? Another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast coming at you here on IdahoSports.com. Your 3A, 2A, 1A breakdown in District 3 each and every week. Brandon Bainey is always joined by Logan Green. Logan, what's happening? Not much, Brandon. Just, uh, you know, surviving this second winter that is that uh, has come upon everybody here in Idaho, right? Dude, the schedule has been thrown into complete flux <laughs> this week with that. I- it's like we needed the water, but man, snow and, and I guess I shouldn't say that. I have seen it. It was like two years ago. We were at my sister-in-law's house in Idaho Falls um, day before Memorial Day, and it snowed like six inches. The next day, it was 75 degrees. So uh, definitely not uncommon, but always, you know, it's going to happen, but it's still always just like, a. Uh, I wish it wouldn't, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. It is what it is. Well, uh, let's let's dive right in. So we encourage you each and every week uh, to send us emails. Brandon at IdahoSports.com. Logan at IdahoSports.com to to keep us up to date on stories, teams, players that we should be keeping an eye on and and that we should be talking about here on the PrepCast. And we've gotten really good response. Uh, We've gotten several emails in. You know, a lot of them have to do with Napa Christian baseball, Logan. It's all anybody wants to talk about. They're so talented though it's it's incredible and give the people what they want right you know if if somebody brings it up we'll talk about it like you know obviously that's what people want to hear so let's do it yeah so this is uh kind of a longer email but i wanted to read it because there's a lot of good you know insider info this is coming from a nampa christian insider mark thompson he is the pa announcer for all of the nampa christian events and so here's what he said he said, hey, you guys do a terrific job with uh, Treasure Valley 1A, 3A, uh, 1A through 3A on your podcast. That's a much appreciated service. Thank you. He goes on to say, I've announced over 2,000 prep sports games, 1,200 plus for Napa Christian over the last eight years. So I hereby fully disclose my Napa Christian high school bias. Hey, at least he was upfront <laughs> about that, right? <laughs> right, right. So here's what he said. I PA announced the 2A state baseball tournaments in 2018 and 21. And I'm scheduled to announce this year's tournament because Nampa Christian will be hosting the 2A state baseball tournament this year at Mark Harris Field. He says, I see a lot of 2A baseball and athletes. Most, as you point out, play three or four sports. In fact, Nampa Christian offers a highly coveted white letter to four sport varsity athletes. 2A is so unique in Idaho prep sports. Try playing down a classification in Idaho 2A football, which you can't, obviously, so. If you're playing non-conference, it's either playing up or playing really good 2A teams. Right. So he says, as to Napa Christian baseball, keep in mind, Landon Cheney pitched just three innings at state last year, and he's already thrown a no-hitter this year. And he said, also, 2021 tournament MVP Carson Atwood has yet to take the mound this year for the Trojans. Cheney is number one, Atwood number two in the rotation, and both are next-level commits. Cheney to Oregon Tech, along with Dane Bradshaw. They are both UNIVAC smart STEM guys. STEM is science, technology, uh, engineering, and math. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the E was. They didn't have STEM at my school when I was in high school. Um, And Atwood will be going to Northwest Nazarene University right there in Nampa, where uh, he will hopefully join 2020 Nampa Christian alum and pitcher Joe Ely in the Nighthawks rotation at some point. And 
I think it's Ely. Might be Ely. Uh, I, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. They can sue you later. That's right. He said the Trojans have four definite commits and several others with offers and all pitchers with 400 plus batting averages, which we detailed a little bit last week. Yep. He said that you guys have a fair point. Would you suggest that 2A baseball and the WIC in particular might be among the best prep baseball in the state? That point is pretty easy to support when you look at the record of Napa Christian and Melba over the last three or four years against not only intra-divisional teams, but also against inter-classification teams. <laughs> You've got a visitor, Logan. I'm sorry. There's no, a right. Everybody just ignore the two-year-old at the door. <laughs> that's all right. Um as an example, Nampa Christian sits at 38 and 2 over their last 40 games, and they're 41 and 2, including the shortened 2020 season. In that 43 game run, they are 18 and 2 against 3A schools, and they're 3 and 0 against 4A competition, which is pretty impressive. Melba has had fewer wins, but is still above 500 against Class 3A in the same time frame. And as you rightly note, uh, Marcine has but one loss thus far this season, and that is to another WIC team, Nampa Christian. Uh, Marcin is 2-0 and against 3A SRV conference teams thus far in 2022, and that's amazing for their program. It speaks to the WIC quality of play. State is still a month away, but right now it would seem the WIC has the teams to beat. Uh, and then he goes, thanks again for your professional insights and for all you do for Idaho prep athletes and athletics. If you get to Mark Harris Field for State 2A, please come up to the box and say hello. And we're still kind of figuring out who's going where. So uh, if we're there, definitely. He says, you might take a look behind the scenes at the man who drives Trojan baseball. If Idaho has a prep baseball Hall of Fame, you could sure make a strong argument that Mark Harris ought to be in it. I mean, he's still co- he's still coaching, and the field is named after him, Logan. I mean, that's pretty I mean, incredible. Why not? Why not, right? Yeah, so so that was uh, Mark Thompson, the PA announcer from Nampa Christian, giving us the insider info there. And we've talked about it for a couple of weeks now, that 2A WIC continues to be really strong. Marcin finally got some respect, and they're ranked in the in the baseball coaches poll this week, checking in at number four. Yeah, I, like he mentioned, you look at Marcin, a team that's just come out of nowhere, and we've said it a couple of times, and it's awesome to see. Um, like we said, their one loss is to Nampa Christian. That's it. And they've just been on a roll ever since, and, and they, they beat Melba twice a team that's always involved and uh, always in the mix. And and they're here, right? They're here. I think they've proven it that they're here this year. And then the, you look on the other side at Nampa Christian again, um, just what they were able to do the last couple of days, last week or so. Uh, once, uh, another win over Gooding, which they now have beaten Gooding 10-0, to 16-0, and 19-0. to That is a 3A baseball team that they beat. Uh, quick math here. Uh, 30, 45 to zero over three games. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and then they go out, they beat Melba uh, on Tuesday, 13 to zero, and a win Saturday over Declo and Grangeville, 15 to five and 22 to one. Uh, with when you know, we mentioned it earlier, they have some wins over 4A teams. I, it's, it's just a very impressive. There's no other way to, to put it. And, and you know, it, you've got your one and two guy that aren't even really involved. Like it's crazy. It's uh, it's very impressive for Nampa Christian. And I feel like you could have just cut that clip. What I just said from last week and played it again. Cause I probably said the exact same thing, but uh, you know, coming off that, that email and those statistics uh, with who everybody has played 
and the 2A WIC and, and how they're really, they're controlling not just the 2A level, but they are, they're beating people above them and, and by a lot. I'm, I think back to, to Lapway basketball, right? They played how many people from different classification? They played two 5A schools last year and, and beat them by double digits. There's just some teams that, you know, you could equate this Nampa Christian team and, and dynasty. I think you could, you could put them in that Lapway basketball category. Right or maybe like a, a carry football um, category, somebody like that, where they, they're just always there and always they're going to be there. And you know, it's just been an impressive what decade for the Trojans. Definitely, um, yeah. You talked about it. They they went to Glens Ferry last week to compete in the annual Woodbat tournament at Glens Ferry, and they went three and zero, ran rough shot over everybody. They beat Gooding. 19 to nothing. And then they beat a pair of teams that were at state last year for two, yeah. eight, Grangeville, 15 to five and, and Declo 22 to one Declo definitely going to be back at state this year. Grangeville, maybe they've got a tight battle with Orofino up in that district, but you're talking about two teams. Potentially you're going to see at state. Nampa Christian has rolled through them. I mean, there is, I don't think there's anybody in, in state two, a baseball that can touch Nampa Christian. And if there is, it's probably somebody from inside the house, right? That's exactly, Grant, that's exactly what I was going to say. I said the teams that can touch them are probably Marsing and Melba, and they can't touch them. Um, I mean, a respectable 10-0 to lot. You look at their wins, and you say, 10-0 oh, is not bad for Marsing. When when you're coming out, when, when you're scoring 22 on Declo, 15 on Grangeville, 19 on Gooding, I, you look at that and say, well, they were within striking distance, only down 10. Like that, that's a you know, that's a doable number against the Trojans, right? It's crazy when you look at it, um, that they're doing it against good teams. This isn't like the you know, the the, the JV team from um Emmett Middle School or whatever it is. This is these are good teams that will be at state. Yeah, it's just crazy. When you look at Nampa Christian's two losses this year, they're 15 and two. It's to a pair of three A teams. They lost to South Fremont by a run, ten to nine, and then they lost to Marsh Valley, which is probably the premier three A program yeah. in the state, by five, thirteen to eight. So I mean, there's yeah, nothing to be ashamed of there. And even if you look further down the standings, right, Nampa Christian, Marcine, Melba, we know are pretty good. But even like Coal Valley Christian and New Plymouth, yeah. you know, they're both four and eight and one and two in the league, but. They've both got really nice wins as well, and they're just in such such a tough conference that their records don't look that impressive. But those are also two very good teams. I mean, you look at who like if we just take a a gander at Coal Valley, right? And they have a loss to Parma, three A Weezer, three A. Weezer has been on a roll lately. Uh, a, a close loss to Melba, three to one. Payette, three A. Nampa Christian, who we needs no introduction. Fruitland, 3A. McCall Donnelly, 3A. So, Cole Valley has not lost to a 2A team this year except for Melba and Nampa Christian, who, when you look at it like that, you say, well, yeah, well, four and eight, but, I mean, those eight losses are to two of the best 2A teams in the state and a bunch of 3A teams that 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 are going to sniff state. Weezer is going to probably go to state. Um you look at it, Fruitland, probably as well, right? Those are the top two teams in the 3A SRV right now. Can you see a situation where you get the the final four being out of this conference, even though you look down and you see a 4-8 and eight Cole Valley team? Can you see them 
making some noise somehow. And, and you know, it, it's crazy. To look, at, I need to look at the, the, how many teams get bids, but I, and I don't know where they're going to match up when that, when those brackets come out, but gosh, you got to think that, that uh, if it's three or four or whatever it is that they win on day one, if it's not against a WIC team, that if, if it's WIC versus the field, that you, I think you're going to see the WIC teams win on day one, unless it's against one of their own. <laughs> right. And you mentioned that's the key point is that the baseball tournaments this year will be seeded according to max preps, just like every other, yeah, um, every other state tournament we've seen. So yeah, here's how I look at it. You look at new Plymouth, right? They're four and eight overall one and two in the conference, but man, they have really pushed some teams. They lost to Marcin by a run nine to eight. And then they lost again, six, six to three. They lost to Melba seven to four. So you're talking about their, you know, three losses right there by a combined, what, seven or eight runs. So you're like, okay, New Plymouth, they're pretty solid. Well, Cole Valley Christian just beat New Plymouth Tuesday night, 15 to three. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, that like five of the six, you know, Envision Charter. Um, they're moving down to, to one a next year. Um, they're, they're doing their best competing in their last year at the two AWIC, but they're really the only team that's not in it. And even right. they have a, even they have a three and four record overall, but they're winless in the league. So, um, it's just impressive. But again, if you look at new Plymouth, who did they lost to Payette three, a Homedale three, a Melba. We've already discussed it. Weezer three, a Marsing it's Marsing Homedale three, a they've lost to either a 3A team or a WIC team. So it's uh when they step outside of their own at the level, they do all right. They, you know, they have two wins over Grangeville. Um so it, yeah. It's really good. It's <laughs> I, there's no other way to say it. It's every, long, even the, the, those teams at the bottom are good. Long story short, yeah. They're really, I mean, really you good. see this too, like in, in like college basketball or, or, or sports like that, where a team are, comes out of a league that is just, I, I, okay. I'm an ACC guy. I think everybody knows that. Um, but like you see how many times does it happen? It never happens to NC state. I get it. But like a, a Syracuse will make the tournament as like a nine seed, a 10 seed and, and end up in the final four. It's just they they went through the gauntlet all year, and then when they get in front of other teams, it's it's a little different, you know. They they, they you know they might have seven or eight conference losses, but those conference losses were very very good losses, and it prepares you. And and when you get against other competition that's not as daunting as your own, you tend to go further. And and I think you're going to see that um, with these WIC teams. I think you're going to see them win. Like I said, on day one, unless it's on their, unless it's against their own. Yeah. I mean, it's been such a successful season already for the WIC as a conference. Melba wins the boys basketball title. Cole Valley Christian wins the girls basketball title. Yeah. Uh, football was probably the biggest surprise. You know, nobody, uh, got to the championship round there in football, but, um, a strong season continuing yeah. Track. I mean, they, they made it though. There was three. What well, Nampa Christian made it in. Melba makes it in. Um, and Cole Valley. Cole Valley. That's there. It's like I know there three teams made it, and he even got the one of them was an at-large bid, I believe. Right, if I'm remembering. Yes. Um. So, so you know, it was a good conference. Um. Just it's been a great year overall. Yeah, I mean, uh, we just continue to marvel at the two AWIC and 
marvel at Napa Christian baseball as well. And, you know, people are probably tired of us talking about the Trojans week in, week out. Well, there's an easy fix to that. Send us an email. If you're yeah. a Mar- if you're a Marcin fan or if you're a, a Payette fan, you know, Payette baseball has been playing pretty well. Or, you know, maybe there's a, a track story or, or tennis or something going on that uh, needs to be on our radar send them in we we love those emails brandon at idahosports.com logan at idahosports.com as well but keep the conversation light this week uh, because you know mother nature's really wreaked havoc on the schedule so there wasn't a ton to talk about besides those tuesday night results but yeah yeah and, and i think i uh, just want to hit on a you know a little bit of softball here you know i think last week we had, we 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 hit on the notice thing, right? Notice playing well, and they had a game. I believe we recorded it the day of the game with Glens Ferry round two, and notice comes away with another win there. So they beat them again, right? So notice now with two wins over Glens Ferry, it was a tough one, three to two, tight matchup. You just don't see a softball game three to two, right? They 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 score a lot of runs there, and um, the first matchup between those two is eighteen to eleven. Uh, but this time, notice coming away with a big three to two win over Glens Ferry. So right now, I mean, we saw what happened last year, right? But right now, you you think the Pirates might have that driver's seat at the one A level? Yeah, and it's always hard to to gauge because the teams up north in one A softball, there's only two conferences: the the Western Idaho Conference and the the White Pine League up north. And those teams up north just haven't been able to get many games in. I mean, I right. think I think the leader in games played right now is Clearwater Valley with four. Conversely, Notice has played eight games, so it's just hard to get a read on on what's going on up north because the schedule always gets backloaded because of weather. So, right, and I and I mean, looking if if we look here again, I mean, Greenleaf Friends is sitting at three and one. Um, Garden Valley sitting at three and one. So, so there are other teams that are that are looking to make their mark. And that one loss, like for Greenleaf, is to notice. So they haven't gotten their shot at Glens Ferry yet. So you know, there's some teams that are looking to maybe make some noise this year uh, and, and push and look and push push Glens Ferry possibly. Um, Glens Ferry's only two losses are to notice in conference play. So. We'll see what happens there, um, but just wanted to give them a quick shout out after that big win. Um, they're in the driver's seat right now. It's 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 all you know. It, it's it's up to them. They control their destiny up to the the district tournament. Yeah, Glens Ferry is very good. They're the defending one A champs. They beat Horseshoe Bend earlier this week, and Maddie Fink threw a no hitter in that victory. But there's a chance they don't get back to state to defend their crown, and that just speaks to the the strength of the league as a whole. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, what's great. You look above them and, you know, Greenleaf and garden Valley are, are playing well. Um, so you gotta, you gotta think that it, it's, they're going to give them a game. I don't know if either one of them is prepared to, to take down the defending champs, but, um, they want to, that's for sure. There's a big target on the back of Glens Ferry that might not be as big on the back of notice right now just because of what happened at state last year you got to think that target a little bit bigger on glens ferry and uh, notice might just be sliding under the radar just a little bit definitely well a game we're keeping an eye on we're recording this thursday april 14th tonight barring weather glens ferry is traveling to garden valley so we'll we'll find out real quick you know <laughs> if, if the wolverines yeah, that, are that, real or not i, I don't know <laughs> We'll see. It might be snowing up there, to be honest, up in Garden yes. Valley. Have you ever been to Garden Valley? I have. Oh no. man, it is. 
the the back they have the best backdrop in the state it is incredible it is just huge mountains right behind the football field right behind all the it, it is the best it's the best view like it is incredible um i mean i know there's others out there like orofino baseball has a really good one um but man any anything outside there at garden valley is phenomenal so let us very enjoy the trip up the mountain that should be fun yeah and again if you can get there i guess <laughs> right that's always the big caveat so hopefully uh things clear out this weekend and we get some competitions in and we're able to talk a little bit more in depth next week but again uh, keep those emails coming uh, if there's topics yeah. you want us to explore or talk about uh, we we love interacting with uh, the listeners and the viewers so uh logan uh let me wish you uh an early happy easter what kind of easter plans you got uh, nothing, nothing out of the normal, Brandon, just typical, um, church on Sunday and, um, we'll probably have just have dinner. We don't have anybody like really close to us in terms of family, like immediate, like our closest family is, is Idaho Falls. So, I mean, if we, if I was like you, then I could drive up to, to Idaho Falls in an afternoon, but, right. um, you know, not, not over here. So we'll probably just keep it low key. Uh, how about the, uh. The Bainey family, what's up over there? Yeah, so we're gonna make that that uh, pilgrimage north to Montana, where all of our family lives. Oh, so, okay, nice, nice. We're gonna, we're gonna head over tomorrow and uh, celebrate Easter there, and come back Monday, and yeah, it'll be. Good oh, time. awesome! Well, that will be fun. Yeah. Good luck. Hopefully, it's not treacherous. Yeah, fingers crossed. So, at least here, it looks like tomorrow it might. I don't know. My son has a a flag football game tonight, so hopefully, um. Hopefully, hopefully the rain holds off. We'll see. Yeah, that's right. I almost closed off the podcast without checking in on the IdahoSports.com Giants in the uh, uh, the IdahoSports.com Giants. Another big win uh, last week. Another um, dominating performance. The the final score was forty one to twenty, but it was really forty seven to twenty. They missed a score um, for us. And we, we did, we kind of, uh, this is what I tried to tell my kids. That game was, it was 47 to 12 on the last play of the game. And I told my kids, I said, I mean, I told them, don't just stand there, but like, do not, don't be overly aggressive and try to tackle these kids. Let, this other team has been beat up all day long. Just, you know, let them, let them have a moment. Okay. Let them, ha- it'll mean more to them than it'll mean to you at this right. point. Like those kids are, and, and this is how I feel about little kids sports. Those kids are going to get to jail. And I get it. I get the, the whole, oh, you can't no participation trophies and whatever. And it, sure. I get it. But those little kids at that age, they're just, they're trying to learn to enjoy a sport. And if you just smother them into the ground and never let them find any joy in it, they won't. And so we, we, they did score the other team, you know, through some missed tackles. Um, they, they scored on the final play of the game and it, you could just tell it meant so much to them. So, um, at least maybe I'm a terrible coach for that. Um, and I know some people probably don't agree with me in that, but I've been on the other side of it where my, you know, Owen, my son, he played on a soccer game and they're down 15 to zero. And the other team, as soon as his team kicks off, they just steal the ball and run it down and score. And they're just like, well, I, I just, I just want to play soccer. And, you know, at that point in the game, our team was up and we just, the thing is we had like, I think four pick sixes. 
So it, it was, it was just a couple, it, there were some errors made by their, um, you know, that we had a kid that just jumped every route and would take it back. So it was, um, the probably the score is probably a lot more lopsided than it actually was. Um, but also we did get an unsportsmanlike penalty for spiking the ball. That's one like they, the kid just sees the NFL players go out and spike the ball. So he, he scored a touchdown and, and spiked it. And we were, we're working on that. So <laughs> yeah, that's I, all right. uh, 2-0, big game tonight against the Raiders um, who have lost to the team that we just played. So, Looking good for three and zero, I would think tonight. We'll we'll see though. <laughs> Boy, I'm not I'm not sure. The last time the the New York Giants were three and zero to start a year. You know uh, what? We're getting a call pretty soon. Um, <laughs> you know our our quarterback by committee has Daniel Jones on his toes right now. Uh, he's a little worried um, that potentially um, there's there's going to be eight different second graders vying for his job soon. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we've been alive the last time the Giants were three now because even when they won the two Super Bowls, uh, they, they they were, were like wild, wild card teams. They were like nine and nine. seven or yeah. something like that when they went in and won. I think they were like nine and seven both years or something <laughs> yeah. like that. They were. Yeah. So may, maybe they were. I feel like they were good a couple of years ago and then didn't win it. And and who knows? Giants football is usually not um, the top of my list of things to watch. Um, yeah. So <laughs> definitely. Well, uh, not many people's list, but. Good luck tonight. We'll get it. We'll get an Idaho sports.com giants. Uh, and again, for those that may not know or didn't tune in last yeah. week, this is the flag football team that Logan is coaching in the Middleton parks and rec. League. Yeah, it's, it's, it's called it. It's, it's Friday night flag in Nampa. So oh, they it's hold in Nampa. This, okay. Yeah. This is, um, it's, it's a pretty cool league. I, it, I think it's a great way to get, my son's been wanting to play football, but, um, we hadn't been too keen on him playing tackle this young. And I know some people are, um, some people are very pro that obviously some people aren't. And so it just in our minds, we, we want to, he, he's learning the basics and, you know, getting a chance. And, and if he doesn't like it, then, then we'll end it there. But he seems to be enjoying it. They have a great league. It's huge. Um, they play over at the Karcher, um, Nazarene church, um, over there. And there's like 12, not 12, maybe there's like eight or nine fields, going at once every Friday night. Tonight's Thursday because tomorrow's Good Friday, so they have services at the church. But um, they have three games uh, per field per day, game day. It's it's super busy. It's it's really fun. Like if, if anybody – this is not a paid endorsement, by the way, but if uh, anybody out there has a kid looking to get involved in, in, a, in football in any means, like this is a nice, easy introduction. They feel cool because they're legit NFL team – um, branded jerseys and all that. So, you know, it is kind of cool, um, for the kids, but, um, yeah. And Idaho sports is our, you know, the, every team has to have a sponsor. So I just figured it was easy to just have us do it. So, um, that was a little bit of a, I guess it's district three, right? I guess every, you know, there might be a lot of parents out there listening from yeah, district three sports that, um, anyways, it's been fun. So, um, if anybody has a kid playing, in that listing, um, come look for the, come look for the little giants. Um, come say hello. Well, uh, to summarize once again at idahosports.com, all we do is win everything we that, touch. You know, that's right. All we do is win. All they do is win. All right. And you know, it's, it's in the coaching, Brandon. It's just, it's, <laughs> you know, it, I, I really think it is. It's just, there's just some things that, um, that just come from the coach and, and it can't be replicated. So, 
Definitely. All right. Well, good luck tonight. Have Just a happy evening, everybody. If you didn't pick <laughs> up on um, the sarcasm. There. Right. All right. Well, good luck tonight. Happy Easter as well, Logan. And uh, thank you to everybody that tuned in to the Treasure Valley Prepcast. And we'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.